Hello and welcome to Big Trouble and Little Podcast, your weekly home for all things entertainment. This week we're going to be talking about how Marvel is just, I guess, falling apart and uh, other news in this world of entertainment. First, I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. We could even touch on the fact that the stupid NBA in-season tournament thing kicks off this weekend with their hideous-looking courts. Yep, yep. And they're uh, <laughs> this year's NBA uh, cities jerseys are just... Nope. Um, third man, uh, he was going to be here, but uh, that T-Swift just grabbed him and then pulled him into the theater. So, Much like Travis Kelsey, she's hard to quit. Yep. So uh he will uh maybe join us next week. We'll see. But uh according to him, his schedule may be back to normal, so we'll see. Um but we start the show off on a sad mark as after Matthew Perry uh passed away this past week at the age of fifty four. Um dr- it's dr- by drowning in his hot tub, it sounded like. And... There's still not a lot of details as to what led to it. It sounds like it wasn't foul play, but like yeah. they don't really understand why it happened yet, or at least they haven't really said details as to why it happened yet. Yeah, what what there what I've seen so far is just like there wasn't anything in him to be that foul play of like oh he was on something to cause it. Just they found him, you know, and it's just you know it's a sad thing to see. Uh, I know the uh, the other actors, the friend, the friends group did like a joint statement. Dude, it was so gross. All the people who are like demanding them to make a statement, like right after someone they were close to, it just passed away. Like it was like they're not fucking your little circus animals to dance through your hoops to make you feel better about something. Jesus, let them grieve. Another another sad thing is a disgusting thing. Is like how, uh, um, like TMZ's posting fo- posted photos of like his parents showing up at the, you know, hospital, and it's just like, and then I saw something like, um, Eddie Van Halen's son Wolfgang like posted something about how like TMZ paid off a someone at the hospital when his father passed to. And for them to release the news that Eddie Van Halen passed away, even before like the family knew, it's so gross. But yeah, it's a shocking, you know, thing with Matthew Perry because of age fifty four again, young. Um, he was about to start a foundation for addiction. Um, yeah, it sounds like had, they're gonna go through with that though. Sounds like they're still yeah. gonna set that up. You know, he had his book come out couple like a year ago that he got criticized just because of you know. Some of the things you're saying, like Keanu Reeves, I remember it. I'm jokingly, you know, was offended by that. Um, yeah, like he was supposed to be better than Keanu or something. Yeah. But, you know, it's just a sad thing to see. And, you know, thoughts and prayers. Indeed. Yeah. Um, so this past week was Halloween. We Last week we did our Halloween special. We talked about all the Halloweenness of Halloweens. Um, Rick, remember last week I said how I was going to like try and do the Friday the 13th movies and try to see how many I can watch leading yes. up to the. Yeah, I watched none. Here's the fun part. <laughs> I watched 
a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street. The ones I said I wasn't going to, I did. You uh, done did a 180 and flip sides. It, it was on TV, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And I'll be honest, the first one is great. And then I just, again, they were on TV. And the first I missed... one has Johnny Depp in it, doesn't it? It does. If I remember yeah. correctly. It was his first first acting, first, like, first movie. Um, is he one of the early deaths or is he like one of the main characters in it? He's a main character, but he's a, he's a over the top death. He's Isn't the one like that gets comes pulled. out of him or something. No, no, he gets pulled into his bed. That's and then like a pool of blood, like to scorch the wall. And I'm like, no human body has that amount of blood, but okay. Um, but I watch one and then. It's that weird thing that was on TV that I watched three. I watched the end of three, four, five, and then one. I'm like, because it was it was it was on AMC, so it was like that order. And the producer was home uh, working, so I just didn't. I'm like, ah, I'll just watch these, whatever. And it's just they were okay, like they were cheesy, but they weren't like as brutal as I thought they would be. Well, and... yeah, they are like. 80s 90s brutal which is very yeah. different comparative to today bare minimum yeah um so i i watched all of those uh, most of them so i i will probably see if i can rewatch them next year when the time comes to but like on i know max has all the friday the 13th so i, I think they have nightmares too so if not How- shutter that would require me to give money to that terrible company right now which i'm just refusing to do especially with the news that came out this week that they are dropping 4K from one of their ad-free tiers to where you can no longer get 4K content from them. Huh. So it's like every day Max is somehow finding a way to make their service worse. Well, well, yeah, and then uh, I did not hear about that. And then they're doing, um, you know, they have Bleach Report, so they're trying. It's like funny thing. They were getting rid of 4K, but hey, spend 10 bucks more a month and you get bleach report but that means you can watch if you don't have cable nhl nba games on the max app i have max just because it's on my on under my cable is it on just the app like can you not watch it on your television like it's one of those things you have to watch on like no you can watch on tv you can watch on tv still it's just the other way you can watch it is on, uh, like, if I go to Max app and the Suns and the Mavericks are playing, it shows you can just turn on, and it's just the TV feed. It's the TNT games then, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, but it's just the TNT feed. So okay, I wasn't sure if it was like that new scummy thing that the NFL has been doing, where it's been trying to sell that service where you can watch NFL games, but it doesn't make it very clear in their commercials it, that so, that service is only for your phone. So the NFL Plus that the service you're talking about. It is that you get red zone with it, and then you get like, yeah, you get the NFL channel and you get highlights. And like, it's, I think it's trying to be like the MLB network app, the MLB app of like, hey, you can watch games on here, but you can't watch all the games. You can just watch red zone. And you can only watch it on your phone. We don't, we can't give you rights to watch it on your television. Yeah. So, uh, you have that, you know, like again, you know, jokingly, the only good sports app since we're talking about it is the MLB app because you can watch every game. And I think they, because NFL made the deal with YouTube, 
so the you know the NFL directs on YouTube, you can't do anything else. And apparently, YouTube TV is eating a lot of money on that. Apparently, it's like supposedly the numbers I saw is that they only sold like one, like fifteen hundred, no, one point five million subscriptions or something. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, and it's insane the price of direct ticket. It's like five hundred bucks or something, or like three hundred fifty bucks to be able to mm-hmm. watch a certain amount of games because you still can't get like the Thursday night game or the Sunday night game or the Monday night game. Yeah. You only and, get the Sunday games. And if you're in a blackout area, you don't get the game you want. So, and supposedly like they paid billions for this service and they're only like getting in hundreds of millions. So apparently they're eating a lot of money, but I mean, it's also like Google. So yeah, not like Google's really going to blink an eye. Yeah. Oh no. Right. Um. Yeah. So, and then ESPN is even doing their, I don't know how, but they're trying to do their own red zone for hockey. Like, I don't yeah. know what that, what that means. And like, they sports have goals. tried to do it. Cause like, I think MLB network has like the strike zone or something. They have, they have, um, what's it called? It's not it's like extra innings or something. The big yeah. innings, big innings. And the whip arounds just, I mean, it just doesn't work comparative to football mainly because you just don't have like usually the same amount of games going at the same time yeah like nba it might work because you could just whip around the final two minutes of all the nba games because that's all that matters anyways Mm -hmm. but yeah it doesn't work quite the same way as the red zone it doesn't but i didn't mind the big innings because of the fact that it's for a four box multi-screen show and then if a game goes to commercial it goes to you know a bigger screen but then when another game pops back up, it goes to a, th- a four box or a three box. So I mean, the problem is probably that none of these networks have Evan Hansen to yeah. sell their product. Seven hours of commercial free football. Free. Yeah. Settle in for the witching hour. Yeah. Where yep. wins become losses and losses <laughs> become wins. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's a sign that you've been watching too much. You know. When, uh, Dude, they'll try to replace that guy one day when his price tag becomes too insane to run that thing, and people will yeah. riot. There will be riots yeah. in the streets. Yeah. Well, you know, when you watch it and then they do the Halloweens, like people are dressing up like us or the Octobox or something. It's like that's the crazy thing of us how, like, uh, how big um, uh, Red Zone has also, become. I called him Evan. It's Scott Hansen. Scott, Scott Hansen. Hansen. Uh, I'm Scott Hansen. Not a catch a predator, Hansen. No. No, he's not inviting you in and t- to take a seat. And take a seat for seven hours of nonstop football. <laughs> but um, I know you're laughing and cheering, Rick, but just to let you know now, today, as we're recording, uh, Dune 2 was supposed to come out. I will reach through this screen and strangle you. I'm just saying. I, I, I'll i be honest. I, didn't even see, I haven't seen. I've never seen any Dune. So um, I've never seen the OGs. I was blown away by the one that came out a couple years ago. It's not yeah. it's not the deepest story, but it's very beautiful. It was just a very mm. beautiful story to watch. But I mean, it's well, not like the most heart-pacing drama. Yeah. And then uh, now it comes out in March. So March 15th will be your stupid Dune 2. So. Strikes and stupid not giving the actors their money. God, just end this things. You're going to lose. And, there, and there's rumors of the strike ha- ending soon. Um, I feel like there's been rumors of the actor strike ending for like three weeks now and nothing has come of it. And then they're just like, you know what? If we don't do it this week, this is the week where then it won't get fixed till next year. 
Um, yeah, so there, it's those things of I sent you the text like yesterday or the day before about how uh, there was reports of the talks, maybe that the strike may be coming to agreement. So, and now, but there has been anything ever since then. And then they're like, oh, we we had a discussion. We had a discussion. And that's about it. So I don't know uh, um, what's happening, but, you know, there's good talks happening, but I don't know. Um, but, you know, hopefully it ends soon um, because, you know, we want movies and, um, you know, they're not giving us anything right now. Well, it's throwing off like production schedules for things. Mm-hmm. Like and tentatively, like Last of Us season two is supposed to go into production in March, but like mm-hmm. that's tentative on this thing ending. And can't a lot of shows got canceled so far, so more more probably to come. And like the shows are giving us right now, like I'm not watching that. I'll watch, you know, I'll watch uh, another Halloween movie because, or you know, Barbie or Spider Man, which Spider Man in, uh, into the Spider Verse is on Netflix now. So have you noticed that it seems like we're going back with like, it seems like the movie houses are starting to pull away from trying to do their own streaming services and just going back to the model that worked of selling their stuff to. Yeah. Cause like, if you look at Netflix and prime right now, there is an insane catalog of movies on both of there right now of like stuff. That's pretty new. Instead yeah. of like trying to put it up on their own stuff. Yeah, because didn't yes. Sony, I thought Sony had a streaming platform or is that only on PlayStation? So I think it's only on PlayStation, but also like I'm going to say Sony spreads the love on where they put this distribute all their things. But I know because like HBO Max started selling off a bunch of their content to show up on D- things like DCEU is going to Netflix. And they like just put Band of Brothers on Netflix like a month or so ago. Um, Prime has a bunch of like Peacock things up there. Like it has mm-hmm. Nope up right now. Uh, I watched Megan on there this week. Which it's weird yeah. for me for like NBC to pull like take their stuff and start selling it off to other because like NBC and CBS are going to be too committed to the sports they've bought to put on their pro to their streaming services to completely pull back. But I mean, maybe they'll just pull back from making like original content for those things. Yeah. Cause I I've seen like, I've seen a lot of movies go from Peacock to prime, like the 2018 trilogy of the Halloween ones, the newest three Halloweens, they have moved from Peacock to prime. And you just said, Megan wouldn't surprise me. Friday night, Friday, five nights at Freddy's goes to, Peak, uh, prime once this run is over for it and i mean it makes sense move your like instead of just having to pay for your content to be up on your own streaming service you're getting to mm-hmm. sell it off so you're still making money off of it instead of it just yep. sitting there yeah because like the dcu so man of steel justice league wonder woman awkward that's going to netflix and then like like oh, that's because it's all retconned it doesn't matter anymore yeah so there's like how can we get rid of this and but say it's still part of it i got it yeah, it Netflix. seems like Netflix has somehow is still somehow going to end up winning the streaming wars, even in this new style of it, when it looked yeah. like they were about to fail. Yeah, 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 right. And then, you know, the big issue with the streaming content is Marvel, and you know, Marvel started it all with the, you know, how they planned everything, and 
coming with news today uh, this past week and it just sounds like marvel is just kind of falling apart in a way of you know how they want to what they're going to do so one of the things is with jonathan may uh may majors there was rumors of them pivoting from kang to dr doom as the main villain for the next this big baddie which would have been weird because if you were going to get rid of majors which there still is no confirmation that they're going to and with him not getting tr- like it seems like he won his case to where that yep. case is gone now. Like, do you just stick with majors now in the established Kang? And if you were going to get rid of majors, why not just recast him? You've already set up that like the multiverse of multiverse yeah. can change. Loki's making out with himself and a female variant. So like, why do we have to completely? It's just, I think, I think, I just think it's one of those things they panicked and I don't think they will go away from majors. I don't think they're going to go away from Kang. I think Dr. Doom will be your villain once the fantastic four comes out too. Well, I thought Doom was always supposed to be like, we were supposed to do this Kang arc and then Doom was going to be the next big arc. Yeah, I think he is. I think there's trying, I think they're because of what's happening with majors. They're like, Oh, maybe we should just kick to doom now and just quickly, you know, screw itself up but i don't think so i think they're gonna stick with majors just because what you said because of what happened with him there has been any talk about him all the reports are coming out that he's going to be innocent he's not going to be found guilty of anything so i think i think marvel with it in the internal marvel they panicked and then the root i i like my thing is my thought is that they had this idea when the when it first came out that he got arrested and now yeah. it's now come now it's coming out like hey we had an idea that maybe we might switch to doom but I don't maybe think it's also are. just like we're like the news is getting so slow in the middle of yeah. the actor strike that it's just like well we'll just refresh this content from back then because i mean i remember that coming out when he first got arrested it's like what are they going to do are they going to pivot and maybe it's just because like they're rehashing it with Loki being out and Majors being in the new Loki series mm-hmm. that they're just trying to rehash their clicks while the which, news is slow. Which I still haven't watched yet, but I'm gonna like binge watch all of them because I know we're season finales next week, so I'm just gonna binge watch like the first five. I've only seen the first one so far, and the first one was dope. And everything I've seen about it is that it is dope. Yeah. And apparently we're getting something new coming from Marvel television. Yeah, we are. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so the, the rebooting pro- process of Kang and maybe to Doom, but I don't think that's going to happen. And then there's reports that um, Marvel may try to come out with another Avengers movie, but it's the original six. Just move on. Don't don't bring back the original six. Don't do it. It's. If you do that, then you've killed, then it will truly be dead. That will not, because then you, what are you going to do? You can't do anything new if you do that again. You have to keep pushing forward. Yeah. You had like the only way, like the only way I would say this, if they did it, would be a way that it's before Infinity War and Endgame. It has to be before, but they shouldn't, but that is the only way they could do that. I just don't know how you make that work though with the age they've all put on now. Yeah. 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 And I don't want to have a de-aged uh, Robert Downey Jr. just because, oh, we're going to put this before 
Infinity War, but after uh, you know Civil War and uh, Ultron, it's just like no, I don't want that. I just want like there's you know, one bit of fan thing that I thought would be an interesting way where you could bring RDJ back into yeah. the fold of him being the new like like he built a computer program of himself for his daughter mm-hmm. becoming the new Iron Man. Like they do okay that, that. Yeah. and that would be cool. And would fit. Yeah. But um, like I don't I don't I don't want to just be like, oh, they're back. Yeah. Well, with the original six, you have, you know, um, you know, you have two of them dead in the in the era. You have uh, Black Widow and Iron Man both dead. Um, so you have to bring them back. Chris Evans doesn't want to come back to Captain America for a cash grab. He needs he, also- he wants he aged out like he like in the I mean I guess you could be like well you can go back to whenever he went to the 30s and be like yeah cap you gotta come but that's one of my biggest gripes about Infinity Wars don't do the fucking time hopping thing like it's just that's not that you you said dangerous precedent by doing that so don't yeah. don't do it um you know the uh um Hawkeye he, he got ran over by a snow machine so he's not gonna be that active of a you know, for uh, so you know I what know I that. just connected this week is that Florence Pugh is the one who plays in that wrestling movie about um, Paige. Paige, yeah. I did not make that connection until I saw an ad, like some snippet online that was like Paige with Florence Pugh. I'm like, wait, Florence Pugh played Paige? What a yeah. weird thing for her to now be what she is, All right? Um, so yeah, I don't know, you know, and there's always those rumors of the secret wars, you know, or the the Kang dynasty, like the next Avenger movies, how there's, you know, people throwing in the arrow. Maybe Tony Stark comes back then for somehow multiverse. The, you know, the X Men is going to be involved. It's going to, you know, it's all those things are like down the line, and it's just again a slow time of like. What can we throw out the wall to have people go, ooh, I would like that idea. Ooh, I like that idea. I've kind of come to the same thing with Marvel that I came to with wrestling a long time ago, where I'm done trying to like second guess what they're doing or predict what they're going to do. Yeah. And I'm just going to stick to the moment and deal yeah. with what's out, enjoy what I can, and stop yeah. trying to worry about how I could have done it better or they should have done this instead or like why, like, Stop trying to overthink it all and just enjoy what it is. Or if it's bad, then be it's critical bad. of like what you made wasn't good. You know, yeah. like secret invasion. Oh yeah. Yeah, like because you have like the out of the original six, the only people that are still acting in their comic book in the their actors. It's uh, you know, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, that they're gonna do another Thor movie, but there's rumors that Taiki uh, Watiti won't be returning as the director. Dude, I have no interest in his newest movie either. I'm oh so, yeah, I don't oh, either. I'm so fucking over his like style. Yeah, um, you have uh, Mark Ruffalo, but he's you know sparingly. By that I mean like here you're seen here and there for She-Hulk. Um, it's that weird thing that. The only person still going who's making decent stuff is Tom Hiddleston for Loki. And that's just. Yeah. And he was the bad guy. 
um like all with marvel too uh like also like look the the marvels come out next week and it's going to be only be an hour 45 they've also pivoted on their marketing for it which is funny because it was one of the things we complained about on the podcast was how they were marketing it for this newest movie and they've completely changed their marketing leading up to the movie release yeah so and i like and i'll be honest i haven't seen any of the new ones i saw the first ones and i was just like like I'll see it because it's Marvel, but I'm not. Uh... They've changed the marketing from being that like family funny thing yeah, to being to, the more like it's focused on Miss Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Sorry, it's focused on Captain Marvel and it being like a for the world, saving the world type mm-hmm. event. Type like they completely changed the overall theme of the market of the yeah. uh, advertising. Of course, well, it's because it's not going to be doing you know as well as they want it to be, you know, like Marvel It's that thing. We've, we've talked about it. You, you just mentioned like people are getting tired of star Wars being Marvel just being thrown down our throat. Well, back when Marvel first came out, it was okay. Iron Man a year down the line, it's Iron Man two. Then we have like two or three movies, you know, a year. See, I don't know that though. Cause like that seems to be the overall trend that like, the media or the internet keeps using of that like oh people are just tired of these things but they keep printing money even yeah yeah like the badder movies now just saying the general feel for it i didn't think the newest ant-man was that bad of a movie is there things that could have been done better yes yep but it's not like it was a trash movie it was it was above average it was fine yeah. Yeah, it's still printed money, even though it wasn't like one of their better movies. So like this whole idea and I mean, Star Wars dominates in the streaming, like the streaming numbers come out for any new Star Wars series. It dominates. Mandalorian is still like top five on Disney's streaming platform. Like these things still make money. So most of the people who complain about those things are the people who just themselves are tired of it. And it's like, that's fine. You can be tired of it, but they're not going to stop making them if they're still making money hand over fist. Yep. If they're not still doubling their, all the money they put into them every single time, as they still are, they're not going to stop. Yeah. Like, exam- like where I bring that up, it's like the Marvels right now are, is only tracking the 75 to 80 million for, for, for its first week in box office. When the budget was, I think, maybe 250, 250 million. And I mean, that's fine because I mean, they're on the lower. But I mean, if the movie comes out and it slaps, then it's going to make its money. Yeah. There's also just not a lot of competition right now. So it still could make its money if it gets along. I mean, it'll probably run through the end of the year. Yeah. Because of the slowdown and stuff, there's not a lot of stuff to go up against it. People talk about the movies that are coming out for this weekend. There's not a lot of big picture stuff coming out. Uh huh. There's like, still things in theaters like Gran Turismo still has legs going just because there's nothing to really come out and knock things out of the box office right now. Right. Um. Yeah, and like you know, we're bringing it up how like one of the biggest movies right now is, is that the Taylor Swift concert just because it's. They're I'm Swifties. actually surprised at the amount it hasn't made because they were like, right. There were people who were predicting when it was going to like, this thing's going to offset Barbie as the biggest raker this year. It hasn't even cracked top 10 in movie income this year. Yeah. Um, 
because I'm just looking at Cinemark like this for right now. And you have a lot of like the Nightmare Before Christmas is out. You got uh, John Cena movie that has two time uh, two showings. Uh, the creator is still out. Um, you're right. Gran Turismo, Saw 10, Paul Patrol, The Exorcist, After Death, the Priscilla, the um, press uh, Priscilla Presley movie, you Killers of the Flower Moon, and then. For us, the biggest more, most time frames in the movie is Five Nights at Freddy. Yeah, the newest, like the new big picture release, which you can watch on Peacock. <laughs> is it already on Peacock? It, it came out on Peacock the same day it came out on theaters. I don't understand companies that are still doing that. It's proven. Leave it in theaters for at least a month before doing that to make your most money. I don't understand when companies do that. It's mind-boggling to me. But. So yeah, the Marvels it comes out next week, and it's, you know we'll see uh, how it does. Um, you know, with the Marvel dismay, like Mahershal Ali, there's reports of him thinking of leaving Blade because they were on the fourth script rewrite. That, that thing's been kind of a mess. Um, and it's going to have the writer of uh, Logan now come in to write this movie. Um, so you have um, that they have it's going to, it's going to be a, actually a pretty low budget movie too, like less than like nine, $90 million movie or something. I think that may be a good thing though. Yeah. I think they're realizing they need to pull back a little bit. Mm-hmm. I also just think we're going to see budgets going down just because they don't have like, one of the reasons why budgets have been so inflated the last few years was because of COVID protocols. Mm-hmm. And with those going away, it's going to actually start pushing budgets back down again because they don't have to spend as much on the safety protocols. Yeah. Look at, look, if you look at Fast uh, 10, the budget was over 300 million. So insane. And that last protocols losing a director for like, couple months still okay, having they had to, to pause shooting for like months of just paying still, people to do nothing and yeah and still pay them all so you know 90 million dollar budget that may be a good thing though because you know if they can get more practical you you mentioned ant-man and the last ant-man was just all cgi and like poor looking cgi yeah, and then like reports of people, you know, Marvel and their CGI team have been, you know, the reports coming out for the long, you know, a year now about how shitty they were treated. How, oh, um, they got to work fourteen hour days, no overtime or no break, you know, something like that, because they got to rush to get the CGI out, and then they get shit on because it's not that best CGI. Like, like well, it's not like because it's not just. I mean, this is like. There are two or three companies that do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the Marvel projects they're getting. I mean, there's m- numerous projects they keep getting handed with small deadlines. So it's just like yeah. they can't do it all. Because I know they the across the Spider-Verse, like someone mentioned, like the final scene or final takes in, of the movie. They had two weeks before it came out and the box office to complete it. Like they had all that stuff. And it, which sometimes that stuff comes up and it's maybe a little bit more overblown than it has to be. Like there's tons of movies that like the final edits aren't done till like 
I've heard stories of how there were final edits that weren't till until like the day before stuff was supposed to like premiere. But yeah, the like it's just that crazy thing just to see the blade. This just like, yep, yeah, we uh another rewrites happening, another rewrites happening, another script, another script. Now it's uh you know, a hundred million dollar budget, and then Mahershala Ali was planning on maybe leaving until he got now. Uh you know, well, now he was threatening it. to leave unless he got more creative control because yeah. he didn't like what they were doing. And then they're like, I think, right. he, I think they put it as what the reports online was. It was just going to be a cookie cutter um, comic book movie with him. And he's just like, I don't want that. Like, no, this let's not be cookie cutter. This is like Blade's debut in the MCU that needs to be better than just a simple. Here you go. Yeah, you know, Marvel, you know, Marvel will get their money. They got, you know, the Marvel's coming out. Um, is that it is that for them? For uh, movies the, wise, for yeah, movies. Yeah, the big news that came out was Echo. Yeah. was a trailer that came out. Echo. Did you watch it? I have not watched it yet, but I did see the biggest tagline that will be attached to this. Beside, well, there's like three big taglines attached to it. Is that one? You have your first ever uh, Native American slash deaf main character. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be TVMA. Yep. I, uh, As someone put it, it's going to be... I if I can find it. But it, I saw the trailer today, and Echo's been on the shelf for the longest time for Marvel because of the bad reviews it's been getting on the screen tests and everything. And then... The reports came out that Echo was going to be a all right. Here's everything, all at once drop, like a Netflix drop. It wasn't going to be like a weekly show. They're like, that's how bad it got to the reviews of like, okay, we're throw everything out one day one, so you can watch it all at once. Um, and um, it's supposed to be like John Wick in the way of the gore and the or not gore, but action wise. Um, I did watch the trailer and it is pretty bloody. Um, uh, but it looks okay, you know, for what it's supposed to be like. The weird thing is that it's also a Disney Hulu multi-release. Like it's releasing on Hulu and Disney oh, is Plus. It? Okay. Yeah, it is. Seems weird. Oh, no, like... all, all episodes on of Marvel Echo will be released on January 10th. And then mm-hmm. all episodes will be available on Hulu on April 9th. Oh, so they're so will be on both, but a different time. Weird, just weird. Because originally the whole idea, and Disney is about to finalize the full purchase of Hulu. I think they came down to like six billion. They have to give yeah. Comcast to to buy the last stake of Hulu. Yeah, like Hulu was supposed to be like the mature side of things. And then Disney uh, Plus ha- was going to keep the family side of things. You have to switch your Disney Plus profile to TVMA to stream it. Um, as someone put it, uh, the scenes they saw from Echo descri- uh, is similar to cable drama, similar to Daredevil, Breaking Bad, and John Wick. Well, like, so. when did Disney decide to just throw everything on Disney Plus? And then if they're doing that, why are they keeping Hulu alive? I... I... Because you can watch Deadpool on Disney Plus now, which seems very anti the Disney moniker they've attached. 
I wonder if they're buying the buying all of Hulu and then shouldn't get rid of it and just merge it in that way. It would probably make sense, right? Like just instead of having two separate branding things, just be under one house. Yep, I think that's what's going to be because if you're gonna if you have to switch your stuff to TVMA for one TV show, you're gonna you know you're gonna have to switch it for Deadpool. You're gonna switch it for you know I they to probably Disney the X Men movies that will be on or Spider Man movies that will be on will be MA even though they're like you know PG thirteen. But that's like crazy thing to see. Uh, that again, they're releasing all of them on one day. Um, but it looked pretty good. Um, Vincent DeFario de uh, looked good as a kingpin. I'm glad they didn't because of the end of that Hawkeye series. It seemed like they had potentially killed off kingpin really quickly, which would have been a terrible decision. So it's, gl- it's good to see that he's not. Yeah, he's uh, I think that's the thing the attachment of Echo is that it's attached to that terrible series Hawkeye yeah that was just so bad except like the small parts of like um Pew and what's her name interacting who's the new Hawkeye Kate, or it's Kate Bishop but it's Kate Bishop. um yeah uh what's her real name it's the girl from Pitch Perfect yeah she's a singer and all that she's dating uh uh Josh Allen Haley Steinfeld. Yes. Yeah. And like their chemistry was very, God, that series was just very bad though. It looked terrible too, which was. Okay. If you, if I had to put a gun to your head, would you rather watch secret invasion or Hawkeye? Uh, I think I'd rather watch secret invasion. Oh, okay. I really hated Hawkeye. I thought it was really bad. Yeah. I, I think it, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, to me, it's still the worst Marvel content they've made, which was bad because it was the first thing to come after the first original three series they put out yeah. that were all bangers. And then they released yeah. that. I'm like, oh, this is garbage. Yeah, I think like the, I think one of the things I like one thing I liked about um, Hawkeye was like him being deaf and like ah the continuation of like okay you know he he is human he's not a god so he has wounds and injuries from everything that he's done and so being just you know perfect um but you you brought up trailers um echo trailer came out we have ryan gosling's fall guy with emily blunt and we're kind of on the on the both on this different sides of the re, our first reaction of it I just wasn't sure how to react. It was a very different style of trailer. And I'm sure this movie was filming not too long after Barbie, but it feels like it's almost trying to like, maybe it's just the way they cut the trailer to me felt like they're very much trying to make it like use the Gosling high off of Barbie with the trailer. And I'm, I was kind of like, eh, about that. I- I I think uh, I I once I saw Gosling I'm like I'm in like no matter what just like the Ryan Gosling is an underrated comedian actor like his comedy movies that he does if he does one he's truly underrated in those um, 
And just watching the trailer, I'm like, I'm all in. Like, I'm I'm going to see it. Um, oh yeah, it's definitely a you have to see type movie. Yeah, uh, I just thought it was it looked funny. You know, I just like the idea of it's a stupid plot, but it's like, hey, you're a stuntman. I need you to go find the main actor of the movie because he's been kidnapped. Why do I have to? Well. You just have to, because no one would know. No one knows who you are because you're stupid and a stunt man. And he's like, "Don't take that personal." Well, I I kind of do slightly, you know. It's like, um, well, and as you mentioned when we were talking about it, is that it's from the director, right? The director mm-hmm. of Bullet Train. Yes, yeah, so. it very much has that Bullet Train vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, and which is I'll not a bad on- thing. Bullet Train was a great movie. I liked it. I liked it. I think it was one of those things I, I went in with like a headache and I just, those it's those movies that you have that headache and it's more bugging you than the movie itself. And um, I liked it, but I'm not as high as everybody else is of Bullet Train. But I, for some reason, once I started seeing the trailer, I'm like, I'm in. And I totally agree with you that I think the way they cut it, it's on the, um, hey, you know, we have Ryan Gosling from, Barbie, so let's sell it as in a way Barbie. Well, because it's weird because like the tagline makes it seem like Emily Blunt is as big a character in the movie as Gosling's going to be. Yeah. But the trailer was like 80% Gosling. Yeah. Uh you have Ryan Gosling, Emily Blunt, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Quicksilver from the Marvel movies, and from Bullet Train. Um, Hannah Waddingham Waddingham from uh Ted Lasso. Mm, okay. Um, and then where is he? A Winston Duke from uh Black Panthers, and uh, he's in this as well. Where's Bad Bunny? Get me Bad Bunny, dude. Come on. Uh, uh, Bad Bunny's too busy, I guess, now going on tour. So he and he's Bad Bunny won't be in the Spider Man movie. No, sad day. Yeah, he pulled out. Um, but you know, we're 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 both gonna see this movie, and hopefully, it is you know, as good as it looks like it will be. Um, but uh, that wasn't the only other trailer that came out the other day. It was the other day it was the kingdom of the planet of the apes. And again, we're on both sides of the fence here. Cause I saw this trailer. And I was like, Oh, and it's just another like planet of the apes. Movie. See, I'm so in on planet of the apes. So I've loved all of the new remakes. I think they've, I've, I should pull back on that. I have not seen the newest one that had Woody Harrelson in it. But the trailers look dope for that one. No, not Woody Harrelson. It's um... Yeah, Woody Harrelson was in the last one. Okay, that was Woody Harrelson. Yeah. But yeah, that one looks dope. I really loved the first two. Yeah. So like this newest one, though, looks like it's the second one of the original movies just kind yeah. of done. Yeah, I, I saw this one. I was like, oh, it's to me, it had too many similarities to the past three or past two to be like, oh, what, what, what is it going? How, what, and how is it going to be different from the last two that we just saw? Like, what's going to be the different? You know, in my mind, even on this trailer, gave like nothing away on what the plot of the movie is. In a way, I'm just still like, oh, you're just showing us parts like it was the last movie we just watched. Yeah, it was still, it's just the easy, the early teaser trailer, so. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Fall Guy was a TV show with Lee Majors. 
So it's oh, based off a little TV show. Uh, it's about a stuntman who moonlights as a bounty hunter when works when movie work uh, when movie work is slow. So, um, but yeah, majors. Uh, That's a name I hadn't thought of in a long time. Uh, he's in a movie I constantly watch on uh, Mystery Science Theater, which I can't. Uh, something fish, and it's a bad movie. Killer fish, Dodoy. And it's about killer piranhas. So, um, and then you said there was a FX movie, a FX show, Shogun. Um, I mean, as well established at this point, FX just makes really good, um, high quality television. And this one looks like what was that Tom Cruise movie where he ended up being like a samurai? The, the last, the last, the last samurai. samurai. Yeah, fucking dumbass. Um. But it looks like it's of that. It's going to be based in feudal Japan. There's like white men there trying to establish themselves in feudal Japan. There's some badass uh, lady who I think might be a ninja who just kind of brutally kills people. But the I'm not doing the trailer justice. Go out and watch the trailer. It looks spectacular and I'm very excited for it. So that was it was a very heavy trailer day even today earlier got, today we got a new trailer for the Godzilla series on Apple on Apple TV and that looks good and i've seen oh, yeah. report and i've seen reports of how this act the movie actually does a really good job on like you not having to need to really focus on like when's the when is a creature showing up type thing what was interesting so. is this newest trailer established that Kurt Russell's son is playing Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell playing the same character. Yeah, I'm like that's weird. And also that... works. It's it works the way it, like they actually look similar enough. Funny enough, a son and father. Oh, yeah. Uh, once I realized when he was in when since the his son is in uh, 22 Jump Street. Once I realized, oh, that was Kurt Russell's son. I'm like, I can see that. Like. Um. Uh, what is his name? No, but yeah, he uh he's gonna be Wyatt. Yeah, he's gonna be Kurt Russell younger version. That's a lot better than what they did with Backdraft of Kurt Russell being the father and son, and it still confuses me why they're the same actor being uh the same you know at Kurt Russell being two people but yeah the Godzilla minus one trailer came out and our you know our, our good friend Jeff Mack who's in Japan he messaged everybody about how he's he's a huge Godzilla fan he loves the Matthew Broderick one though he loves that one and uh that's his favorite and that's he the will... funny the new series is it just me or are they doing an ode to that one because they have a pit of eggs that are cracking open while there's people yeah. in it and I'm like are you are you really doing an ode to what is considered one of the worst Godzilla movies? Which, by the way, at Best Buy, they have the steelbook for $60. And $60? It, yeah, yeah, I saw that the other day, and I was like, when I was when I was there looking for movies, I'm like, wait a minute. Is that $60? And I, like, I'm like, maybe that's, like, a wrong... Someone maybe, maybe placed it there. No, it was $60. I'm like, oh, I'm out. I would buy that maybe if it was $6. Even yeah. then, I would have to really think hard about it. That's how I feel about um, uh, Taken 3, because my ADD of buying all the Taken movies, and I'm like, all right, one, yes. Two, if it's on yes, sale. Yeah. Three, if it's maybe, like, free. Like, at that point, he's just a bad dad. 
Like, dude, why do your people like why do people close to you keep getting taken? Yeah. But yeah, Jeff messaged everybody how he's excited for the Godzilla minus one and how he's in Japan. So they're probably going to do some like spectacular event for the release and all that. So he's excited to unveil the actual Godzilla. Probably at this rate. Nothing will surprise me. Another trailer came out and I don't know if you saw it, but we saw it and a little bit disappointing. Uh, Good Burger 2. Who is this movie for? Either way, like, I, who was clamoring for a second Good Burger movie? I don't know. And the producer saw it and it just went, should have just kept it at one. Um, I watched the trailer and it's it's that sad thing that's basically the first one all over again. And like the way the way I saw it is it's the first one all over again that um I'm impressed you can remember the first one well enough to know that that's what it's going to be. Oh, it's easy. The first one is that Keenan Thompson uh, crashes his par- family's parents' car into his teacher's car, and the teacher's car he needs to pay it off, and it's like fifty grand or something. So he gets a job at Good Burger, and then across the street Mondo Burger shows up to uh, take over Good Burger, but Kel- uh, uh, Ed has makes a secret sauce to keep them in business and then you know Carmen Electra shows up which she's in the sequel too so um you know what I remember from Good Burger welcome to Good Burger home of the Good Burger can't take your order please yeah so that's what so I that, remember so that's what the yeah so basically it's the entire first movie all over again but this time with like robotic you know tell Mitchell's as Ed and stuff like that. Like in the trailer, it shows off. They're like, they're trying to, it's trying to be more current with all the, what they try and do, but it's like, it's the first movie all over again. You know, the most they needed to do to do a good burger reunion, do an SNL skit and be done. They with did. It. They did. I know, that's the problem. They were, they were fine there. Just leave it and move on. This is what happens when Keenan Thompson has too much power now. Mm-hmm. Because they did one last, they did one last year with Kiki Palmer, and um, it was a big hit. But then also, I think they also did a Good Burger skit on Jimmy Fallon like a year or two ago, and that just you know, I think that started it when like we should they should do a movie, they should do a movie, and then it's like now watching the trailer, I'm like yes, shouldn't have done a movie. It was good enough at the nostalgia bit. We didn't need to do a full on movie. Um. Yeah, so you know, I got a couple more, you know, couple, you know, movie trailers coming out. So it looks like we're getting some more movies. Hopefully, the again that strike ends so we can get more movies going because all the movies that were originally supposed to be out, Dune. Um, I'm going to say, you know, I know next month it's Aquaman, but Aquaman was supposed to be sooner than it is, and it's just like we're just. No, I thought Aquaman was always a Christmas release. It was. But I think it got pushed back like two days. Um, and what's the point of watching it if it's already dead? Right. Uh, movie upcoming movies 2023. If the upcoming movie list. Nope. Hang on. We've already passed those months. So um, let me see. Where are we? We're in October. Nope. We're in November. Plot twist. Um. We have more like Craven the Hunter was supposed to be out. I got pushed. Um, 
Dune two was supposed to be out. I got pushed. Oh, the I think we're we're gonna keep the uh, Hunger Games. So that's a no. For me, I'm not interested in those. Oh no, I could uh, care less. Wonka, the seek Wonka, if that's uh going to happen. Or I don't know if it got pushed back. Um I thought it did, but then I saw reports that they're already like crunching the numbers because I thought it got pushed back to the spring. But like I thought it I don't I thought it, it, but now I saw like things talking about how it's getting they're already getting like the pre-sale numbers ready for its Christmas release. I'm like, wait, did it get pulled back into this year? Um, uh, I think I want to say it got pushed back. Like, no, Aquaman got pushed back two days because like Aquaman is coming out the same day or same weekend as like another Warner Brothers movie. And it's just like you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, it looks like Wonka's uh, releasing December 15th. Yeah, so. I could have yeah, swore this got pushed back. Maybe a week or two. Um, So I know like, you know, it's just like the thing of like we have no really current movies out we talked about earlier like blue beetle just came out on 4k and i'm like i'll buy it when it's on sale i'm blue beetle 4k is not a uh gotta buy week opening week i'm like i'll wait for that for a blind buy since i never saw it in theaters um but yeah there's not really not much other movies coming out so you know let's hope there's the ridley scott movie napoleon comes out yeah there's the new Disney movie with Wish, but for Disney movies, even I am not super excited for that one. And usually I'm a pretty big Disney person. But I mean, December in general is usually a pretty low, like yeah. lower like movie month. It's always uh, those movies that you they make you watch the trailer and you feel bad about the, like what the content of the movie's about. It's like, I'm not, you know, like a biopic or uh The Color Purple does come out in, on Christmas Day. Yeah. But yeah, not not a huge slate of movies left for the rest of the year. Yeah. Which actually I'm kind of okay with because I've made the commitment to try and like get caught up on my 2023 movies because I've fallen so behind yeah. of averaging a movie a day for the rest of December and November. November and December, whatever. Yeah. So it, like it, it checks out. It's it's giving me time to catch up on the movies I haven't watched. Yeah. Hence why I watched Megan, because <laughs> that was from the beginning of this year. So I'm starting to work my way through my list. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, but speaking of the box office, Richard, how was last yeah. week's box office and what's coming out this week? Ooh, you want to know what's in theaters this week? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's kick it off with At the Gates. Uh, this is directed by Augustus Mello Bernstein. When immigration officers arrive in an affluent family's home searching for its housekeeper and her son, their employers convince them to go hiding in the family's basement closet. What unfolds is a riveting thriller about two families who begin to question each other's true intentions as the days go by and the threat looms ever near. Uh, it's coming out as a pre-rating at 67. It looks kind of like the white families kidnapping the Hispanic family and turning mm -hmm. them into their own like slaves. So I think it'll be interesting. Uh, it looks like one of the doctors from ER, not George Clooney, but the other guy who was there for forever is in it. So. Is it like Noah something? Wiley? Yeah. I feel like that's his. Uh, Noah Wiley. Oh, boo, yeah. I thought I was going to say, I thought that was his ER name. <laughs> uh, up next, Helen's Dead. 
This is an indie film starring your hungry guy. That's right. Tyrese Gibson. Mm. Uh, this is directed by Kay Asher Levin. After a terrible breakup with her boyfriend, Addie goes to confront her best friend about cheating allegations and accidentally steps into a murder scene. Uh, there is no pre-rating for this movie yet. It is a very indie film. Probably hard to find. What happens later, probably actually the biggest theatrical release. No, that's not true. The other big theatrical release this week, uh, starring David Duchovny and Meg Ryan, directed by Meg Ryan. Uh, two ex-lovers, Bill and Willa, get snowed in at a regional airport overnight. And definitely delayed, Willa, a magical thinker, and Bill, a catastrophic, uh, a catastrophic one, find themselves just as attached to and annoyed by one another as they did decades earlier. But as they unpack the riddle of their mutual past and compare their lives to the dreams they once shared, they begin to wonder if their reunion is co- mere coincidence or something more enchanted. Pre-rating out of 56, it's a Meg Ryan return to the rom-com. It seems that uh, reviewers are a little bit of a miss on this one. Doesn't quite find that true Meg Ryan rom-com fun. Uh, an A24 release for this week, All Dirt's all Dirt Road's Taste of Salt, uh, directed by Raven Jackson. It is a lyrical decade-spanning exploration across a woman's life in Mississippi. Uh, this is getting a pre-rating at 91. It looks like just another A24 banger that you need to be prepared for your heartstrings to be pulled. That Meg yeah. Ryan one, though, I would say, uh, that felt, I saw that trailer and it felt like they were strangers. Like what they, what yeah, they not portrayed pre- in the trailer. Like, oh, you're strangers. No, they're uh, former lovers, Joe. Gasp. It's weird gasp. to see. We haven't seen David Duchovny in a leading role in a while, too. It's weird. I to think see him returned. I he had that Showtime show for forever. But like, he Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> no, no. It's the one where he like played a douchebag actor. Oh, yeah. But he was also the Red Shoe Diaries. Uh, I think he's in. I got to double check. Californication. That's he what is. He's in the Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, the new oh, Pet Cemetery. Weird. Yeah. But they don't show him. Like he's in one of those like quick shots. So um like it's one of those like was that David Duchovny? Oh, it was. But uh next other big theatrical release, and a good thing the other man isn't here for this one because he'd be downvoting it instantly. The Marsh King's daughter. Uh, this one is being directed by Neil Berger. It stars Keith's favorite actress in the whole world, Daisy Ridley. A woman uh, with a secret past will venture into the wilderness she left behind to confront the most dangerous man she's ever met, her father. Helena's seemingly ordinary life hides a dark and dangerous truth. Her strange father is the infamous Marsh King, the man who kept her and her mother captive in the wilderness for years. When her father escapes from p- prison, Helena must will need to confront her past, knowing that he will hunt for her and her family. Helena must find the strength to face her demons and outmaneuver the man who taught her everything she knows about surviving in the wild. This is pre-rating at a 37, so not great. Yeah, I saw that I saw that trailer like a month ago and I was like, "Oh. Okay. Okay, yeah, Ray Skywalker." Apparently, there's not a lot to fill it out, and it's very like predictable and boring at times. So for a thriller, not a great look. Yeah. Uh, some online selections you might be interested in. Next one, Rustin. This is a limited release. 
coming out this weekend before a world release on Netflix on November 17th. It is directed by George C. Wolfe. It is about the architect of the 1963 monumentous march on Washington. Uh, Bayard Rustin was one of the greatest activists and organizers the world had ever known. He challenged authority, never apologized for who he was, what he believed, or who he desired. And he did not back down. He made history, and in turn, he was forgotten. So this is a pre-rating in 84. It's about the man who did the March on Washington, okay. where the MLK speech happened. So it actually looks pretty good. I'm probably going to dive into this one when it comes out later this month. Final movie release for this week, Quiz Lady. And if the other man was here, it would be, be debating me as to whether or not this is a movie release, as it is only coming to Hulu this week. Uh, the director is Jessica Yu. It stars Joe's favorite actress, Aquafina, mm-hmm. as well as Sandra Oh. Anne and her strange train wreck of a sister, Jenny, must work together to help cover their mother's gambling debts. When Anne's beloved dog is kidnapped, they set out on a wild cross-country trek to get the cash the only way they know how, by turning Anne into a bona fide game show champion. Uh, this trailer actually looks pretty funny. Sandra O. Oh, it's a different style for her, but she looked pretty funny in it. Aquafina is, in fact, still just Aquafina because I don't know if she knows how to play anything besides <laughs> Aquafina. But it's coming into pre-rating at an 81, and it actually does look pretty good. And that is what is releasing in theaters and your homes this weekend. I was going to say, you know, I love on we have those the, the great debate of if is it, is it a movie or is it not when it streams to Hulu and and then you see like Prey the four Prey's out on 4K now, but it's been like what two years since it came out. So like, come on now, so which I still need to buy again when it's on sale. So, I mean that Black Friday's right around the corner. Well, it's the whole month now, so you know I'm just waiting for the, I'm just waiting for their sales to hit. To be fair, they were doing Black Friday sales like in the middle of summer. Like it's just yeah. what are well, we it doing? The, yeah, it's Black Friday month, Black Friday day in June. It's like what's happening? Um, but um, but yeah, uh, the art house after dark that we like to help promote here is doing the Shining next month. Ooh, that would be a lot of fun. We should do that. So uh, they're going to do that. Uh, you can get tickets now for that. Um, the We had a discussion on the No So podcast about The Shining and if people have seen it. And I've seen my joke is and it's not a joke and it's true, though. I've seen more of the USA miniseries of The Shining with the guy from Wings than I did the movie, the movie itself. Dude, I was going to say the same thing. Yep. See, I've yeah. seen that entire thing. I've never seen the entire movie. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's why the hive always works. So, uh, uh, get your tickets now at eugeneartshouse.com and look up for the shining. Um, so maybe we might do that. We did the Friday the 13th. So maybe we'll do the shining. I don't know. I got to see if the producer seen it, see if she wants to. So, but um, you guys can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all the things we do for you. Uh, you can find us all on the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, or X, whatever it's called, uh, Instagram, Discord. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. 